Greetings from Studio 47 at Augustana University, and welcome to Alone Together, a storytelling initiative highlighting and documenting how our university community navigates living and learning through a global pandemic. I'm your host, Joel Gackle, the Senior Director of Alumni Relations at Augustana University. Today I'm chatting with Luann Loftusness Akis. Luann grew up on a farm near Granville, North Dakota. She's a general manager and vice president for Landmark Health. She met her husband here at Augustana and graduated from Augie in 1976. Now, Luann is in a unique place because you work uh, in healthcare, but also healthcare that is oftentimes provided in-home visits. So what has that looked like for you and how did you know the moment when COVID-19 was serious and had the real potential impact the work of your company? So I think what happened to me was I had, um, I had been on vacation and returned to the Bay Area in early March and was um, back in the office seeing folks worried about relatives who were having symptoms and hearing about the cruise ship that had been um, quarantined coming back from Mexico and sitting under the Golden Gate Bridge with uh, you know, thousands, a couple thousand passengers and folks were really nervous about those passengers getting off and what that meant. And I think it was maybe the 13th of March when I went home on the ferry that day. Uh, the captain announced this would be the last run across the bay uh, until further notice. And then it all started to, and then that evening we got the shelter in place uh, direction. And it felt then to me like this is real. Started hearing about patients in Santa Clara County and the Bay Area um, coming down with symptoms and being hospitalized, and then started having, uh, I think, the first death reported. So all happened really fast uh, when I got back from a nice vacation, uh, finding out that the world was changing quickly. So maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, how your company provides health and how you've had to pivot to provide some of those services. Yeah, so, um, you know, we deliver in-home medical care to complex patients. And what happened to us in just a matter of weeks, um, our, we've sort of pivoted to <clears throat> a virtual healthcare delivery system. Um, which makes it a really safe alternative with the face-to-face healthcare that's um, difficult to find during this pandemic. I mean, ordinarily, we we would do um, you know behavioral health, medical, palliative care into patients' homes via whole, uh, house calls, um, but now we're having to pivot to using technology to address some of the um, ongoing preventative care as well as the urgent care. Um, So we saw, I think in the final 16 days in March, we saw like a a 1,200% increase in our televideo and phone visits across our 14 states. So we've pivoted very quickly um, to be safe for our providers and for our patients. And then with CMS relaxing the rules regarding telehealth, it's really helped us to shift. And a majority of my patients now in the Bay Area are having um, video visits. Um, They're really uh, adopting that that technology well. So it's really been a a big boost. They love it. Now, your governor issued, as you said, the shelter-in-place directive. How did that change your morning routine? What did it it I used to love uh, riding on the ferry, Joel, across the bay every morning, and then I had a walk around the marina. It was about a mile um, each way. So got a nice morning stretch with the birds and geese on the path and um, got a lot of steps in. And now um, staying at home, I work from a, a, an office, a small studio apartment in our backyard. So I go basically up some stairs and that's it. I miss that nice fresh air and morning routine, seeing my whole team. So what about beyond the change of routine? What has been 
the biggest struggle as you've carried this current reality? I think for me, it's, it's just keeping everybody motivated and inspired, um, both in my family and in my team. When you're in a quarantine situation, it's easy to get down and it's easy to find things that are negative or problematic. And I think for my, for my team, it's helping find those um, examples of when we've really done a nice job helping a patient or when a patient's really grateful for the touch that we gave them that day and sharing that. So keeping my team motivated has been huge. And then my family, um, my daughter with two small children, um, helping her feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel, um, working mom, trying to take care of little kids at home. It's not easy these days, both with my family members and my team members. Obviously in the midst of this crisis, you mentioned worry. What brings you hope in the midst of it? I think it is those positive uh, stories, um, reading about people who've overcome um, coronavirus, who've been in like their hundreds, um, having survived the Spanish flu and now uh, COVID-19. Um, and then just seeing families come together. The stories of connection are really great. And I think that's what I'm trying to do, not only with my team, you know, we're doing a lot of virtual connection right now um, with various um, activities we've got going, but then also my family. Um, my family in North Dakota also, we do a virtual family um, fun time on Friday nights. So it's actually brought us closer together, being um, carving out this time. That brings another interesting element because you sit in the place as a spouse, as a mom, but also a grandmother. And so how, how do you wear those different hats? What is mm -hmm. that like in addition to wanting to care for your coworkers and your team at work? What does that look like for you? It means I'll be on a conference call and with my team and have an urgent call from my daughter that I glance over and see that she's got um, problems. She's, she and her husband both working from home and the baby swallowed something. And so <laughs> trying to figure out how to advise her whether she should call the 911 or um, it'll pass. And then getting back to my team and giving them direction on uh, what's the most pri important priority for the day. And then uh, my husband calling down the stairs, what do I want for dinner? <laughs> it's a uh, lot. Outside of your grandkids and your kids, who do you just wish you could hug right now? Or Oh, my sister Pam in North Dakota. My sister Pam's a, a, an oncology nurse. And um, I really feel like we, we both need a hug right now. So I'd like, to, like yeah. to reach out and hug Pam. And what's something that you would love the rest of the world to know about what's going on in your life right now? I think maybe that, um, you know, I've, I feel like I've got a sense of resilience and maybe got getting that from, I don't know, my, my upbringing, my um, education at Augustana to just the, I feel like a sense of optimism and resilience. Um, you know, having moved 18 times, I think I've shared with you, Joel, I've lived in three different countries as an expat and having, um, you know, just gone through a lot of stuff with starting up businesses, being in startups, working for big companies. And I feel like, you know, there's always a silver lining and things always seem to, to come out okay. And I'm, I feel optimistic right now with the stories of hope that we've heard and the resilience I feel among myself and my family that we'll make it through this. Well, Luann, thanks so much for chatting with us today. I really do appreciate it. So. Thank you, Joel. Thanks for listening and for doing your part to flatten the curve and stop the spread of coronavirus. As we close out our podcast today, enjoy this musical offering from the Augustana community to center and inspire you. Until next time, stay safe and stay well.